all I need. Four mics, four mics, four mics. All I really need is four mics, four mics, four mics. All I really need is four mics, four mics, four mics. Oh, I wanna know, no, no, no. Four mics, four mics, four mics. And all I really need is calling on the line and telling what's on your mind. Hey everybody, welcome to the Four Mics Podcast. It's your host, Nishi Mish. Today, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we excited to talk to y'all. First, let me kick it off by letting all my folks introduce themselves so you know who we are. Go ahead, Dr. J. Hey everybody, I'm Dr. J. Um, happy to be here with you guys, even at a distance while I'm in Syracuse. My heart and thoughts are with the city of Newark for sure. Welcome back. Young Wall Street. This, this your boy, Young Wall Street in the building, coming through the box, because I go through the box. Call me Ox, not Lennox. I'm happy to be with y'all, man. Quarantine, don't stop me. I'm corona free, yo. Fight the corona. Fight the corona. Pass to my boy, Zach. This your boy, Bragg. Always being ready to achieve greatness and ready to spread that to some of you guys out there. Corona free, baby. Trying to stay that way and spread knowledge to the people. Wonderful. It's your girl, Mishi Mish. As you know, North native, born and raised, work here, live here. Um, I am this city. This city is me. Um, and uh, we hope that you guys are excited to hear what we got in store for you today. So on, on the last episode, we just talked about being um, folks that are sheltered in right now and how we were dealing with that, um, the emotional response to that. Uh, and that was part one. Uh, on today's episode, you know, we still are here, shelter in place, um, waiting to see what um, April 30th brings um, and how that's going to impact uh, May, right? Um, and so we're going we're going to stick with the topic because I mean, this is what's happening now. I know many of you are dealing with uh, the the side effects of this, the um, loved ones, your friends, families that have been drastically impacted all our lives have. And so we're going to look at this from another angle um, today. So this is going to be part two in our quarantine shelter in place episode uh, episodes for the city of Newark. And so today um, our brother Bragg is, is kicking us off um, and talking about another layer of being shelter in place and how we're keeping ourselves um, up to date and on top of what's happening in, in our community and the impact that this could have on our community. So I'm gonna kick it over to Bragg. What's that's up for the day? All right, no doubt, no doubt. Listen, the, the name of our show today, uh, we, we all came up with this collectively and we, we dubbed it as secondhand smoke, right? We all know the effects of secondhand smoke and how deadly it can be. And um, the way we tied it in, uh, 
the way we tie secondhand smoke into our episode was that, you know, if if you were paying attention to the news, uh, some of the newspapers, uh, early November, let's say December, um, you know, there were a lot of a lot of uh, quotes and a lot of stories written on the coronavirus. Um, unfortunately, a lot of us got that information second-handedly, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the majority of us got it second-handedly, um, which kind of left us as a country off guard, right? And individually off guard, okay. uh, individually as, as far as the, you know, the toxins and the cleansiness uh, of the way we are currently uh, versus where we were uh, when they originally pointed out those ideas and gave those articles about uh, people dying in China, the coronavirus. Um, so, you know, we want to we want to basically just talk to you guys a little bit about that. Secondhandedly and, you uh-huh. know, basically a bridge from where we started uh, to where we are right now to what we do differently. Um, we're going to touch on a few things. Wall Street, what you got? Yo, man. I'm 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 gonna be so honest. I might not be your boy on this episode, man. I'm cool with the secondhand smoke, bro. Oh, you smoking though? <laughs> okay. Listen, I'm cool with the secondhand smoke. Um, I feel like if you get secondhand smoke, it's only because you ain't lighting this cigarette your damn self. And to light that stick. You put yourself on a lot and take certain chances and put yourself in a limelight, a certain affiliate. My bad, go ahead. Let me, let me, I come from a paramilitary background. You know what I mean? So I understand the chains of command. You dig what I'm saying? Things not okay. for the soldier to know. You know what I mean? Some intel is inherited. Some intel is in place prior to regimes in place. So, you know, just coming from that aspect and being a member that may have been on that upper echelon of information and different choice making, I'm I'm cool with it because you know what? If I wanted that spot, I would go out and get it. So, but what you do with the smoke once it's in your system, that's on you, partner. Listen, listen. My question, my question is, how can we minimize the ways, basically, basically that we are blindsided by the events that that happen or events like this that could happen? People, how people pay attention to what minimize those waves. Looking back, looking back, reading those articles, right? Read, reading the articles as we mourn Kobe Bryant's death, right, on February, oh, I think February 29th. All right. Uh, USA Today had an article that 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 showed us mourning Kobe Bryant's death. But on the same front page, on the same front page, uh, it, it spoke to us about uh, the deadly coronavirus that was in China um, and how many and the thousands, a little bit over a thousand people that it killed already. Right. And about the deaths that the cases that we had in the United States at that time. So my, my question is, where we're at right now, looking back, right, um, 
How can we minimize being blindsided like that? You know, bro. Oh, my bad. My that was on me. I I got you, doc. I got you, doc. Yo, brag. People pay attention to what matters to them. It it's no way, shape, fashion, form, or another. Either you like WWE wrestling or you don't. If you like WWE wrestling, and I tell you something happened to the Brock Lesnar or the Rock, you'd be like, yo, what you talking about? But if you don't, you'd be like, what? Doesn't affect you until it meets your doorstep. Unfortunately, for understanding, we have a pandemic that's affecting the world. So finally, because not so often, but finally, we have a situation that affects everybody equally. I'm going to give it to you real quick, Doc. There's three things I always said that, that, that relates and compare people. One is pain. One is God. One is love. Love's at the bottom of the list. That's, that's my piece. Doc, you're on the box. Brad, ask you a question one more time. Well, how is it that we could minimize our being blindsided by events like this? Like, how can how can we cut down receiving so much detrimental inf information secondhandedly, or or let's just let's just say late, late. You know, um, this question for me it has like multiple layers, right? Because I'm in a place where every, depending on where you are in life, um, for for many of us, people of color, Black folks, depending on how close you are to someone that's in a position of leadership um, or um, depending on what your parents do, your grandparents do, that is going to determine the access of information that often flows through your household, right? And so um, I... Luckily, have um, a group of folks that um, I learned a long time ago. There's this book that I read that, you know, you do got up to, to Wall Street's point. Like, there are certain things in life that I pay attention to, and that's because I'm zoned in on it. I'm focused on it. And when things are happening outside my focus zone, I call certain people and just like, hey, what's going on? Give me your opinion on that, because I don't spend a whole lot of my time looking out for yeah certain things to be just totally yeah. honest and totally real and so when something pop off in the news i know my mom is gonna call and she's gonna be on 10 because she's she an avid, she's an app she is pearl like anything well she's gonna have some understanding of it but she's gonna interpret it through her lens then i'm gonna call me <laughs> because Mish is an avid news person and she's gonna be like okay let me just give you the brass tacks this is what i know about it this fact is checker She's the fact checker, right? And then depending on just my access and circle, there's certain things that I could just process just because of who I'm around. And so um, I knew about the coronavirus because as I said on the previous episode, I walked out of LAX 30, day, uh, 30 minutes before the first positive person um, came in. I was focused on going to the Grammy parties. I wasn't really thinking about corona. Um, I had heard whispers about it. I worked for a chamber of commerce. I, but I wasn't um, paying attention. Um, I wasn't 
letting it impact me. I wasn't checking for the articles the way I am now. I think one of the things that coming out of this, to get to your point, and then I'll pass it off to someone else, is that coming out of this, I'm thinking about that differently. Um, I have... I have a, 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 a committee of folks, you know, my infrastructure, someone that helps me understand finances, somebody that helps, helps me understand what I need to be doing um, as far as my health and having a health proxy because I was under the impression that as long I'm I'm not married. And so I've joked with Mish about getting lost and having an emergency contact, mm-hmm. right? I was thinking that, well, if something happened to me in the state of New York, they're going to call my mama. Right. And they're like, no, <laughs> that's not necessarily true. The state of New York can make a decision in your stead when it comes to your care if, as an adult, you don't have a designated health proxy. I'll be that person for you if you need me. I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't know that, right? right. But this whole experience is like even affairs and orders in regards to my son, like... I need to have a living will. So it's it's making me, I think this for me is a real grown-up moment because I've been letting other people filter information for me. And I gotta when it comes to like day-to-day life, and I know I'm smart enough to know for myself, but it's just not been one of the things on my priority list. So I would definitely say I'm definitely been inhaling and submerged in the secondhand smoke. And not because I can't find more information for myself, I just don't spend a whole lot of time doing so. Yeah, interesting enough. Interesting enough. Uh, Mish, you know, uh, I'm interested in hearing what you, what you, uh, how you would answer this, um, because I remember from the last episode, uh, and I know from your personality and who you are, you pay attention to uh, to things like this. You pay attention to news that's not waved directly in front of our face, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and you get you get smoke kind of firsthand, you know what I'm saying? But looking back, um, um, why do you think why do you think we weren't paying attention on, on our own, even though the information was there? Sure. So I think the number one reason why no one paid attention is because the reality is disaster, death, bad news, horrible, horrible things happening have is flooded in the news so often that I really just believe that we've all become desensitized to it. And I think that that is just, I don't, I don't know that I won't even really get into whether that's intentional or not, because that's a whole nother thing. But what I will say is that when you constantly keep seeing, um, bad things, um, it's very easy to dismiss them after a while. Um, That's one. Two, I think that as Americans, Mm. we are a little um, predisposed to only care about things that have to do with us. So when this virus was taking a hold of another country, another continent, well, it was was across the world. It was across the world killing thousands of people And we didn't care because I don't even think that it was intentional. It's just that we are a self-serving society. And if it doesn't have to do with us, then we, it's not on our radar. We're not paying attention. 
Um, so I think those are two, you know, just being bombarded with bad news. And I think that that is really, to me, something that we have to make a choice, right? Because I was tuned into what was happening early on, but I could not have fathom that things would have gotten to the point that they are. And I don't know if it, I mean, certain experts, medical experts and what have you, yes, they, they probably um, um, thought that it would, but I certainly don't have the expertise to have imagined that things would have gotten this out of control. Um, but what I was going to say is, I think that to your point that you made in the opening, this news story has been with us and been covered by major news outlets since be long before it even got to the United States. I think that what this whole pandemic highlights is the fact that our folks, black and brown people, black people, Hispanic people, people that live in urban communities, we do not seek news from reliable sources. Mm. So we, the reality is, and I know, and I know this to be fact, and I don't know what the stats are, but most folks in our community that look like us are getting their news off of social media. Instagram. You know, and that's very problematic. As who doesn't know that the Russians were embedding fake stories in social media right. feeds and having a and they were specifically targeting black people to spread like false fake news. So the reality is if you really want to have a handle on a better handle, a more informed and more informed knowledge and awareness of what's going on, you might want to just come up off of social media for uh -huh. just a minute and just open up another tab and go see what whatever. There are so many different news sites that will cater to what Mitch, their preferences are. What 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 news sites? What news sites do you, you get your information from? Um, I get my news from a lot of different news sites. Um, I, I, I look at the New York Times. I follow the Washington Post. I follow the Epoch Times. Um, to be, what's strange is I'm a, I think I'm against the grain in that I don't really follow NJ.com as much mm -hmm. as other New Jerseyans do. Okay, when I, okay. I want to know about what's happening in New Jersey, then I go to NJ.com. But when I, I actually follow them. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, yeah. love. I, I was just saying I actually follow NJ.com. I'm surprised you said that. They yeah, cool. I mean, I they will cool. go there if I want to know what's happening with the governor and you know with local government and stuff like that. But otherwise, I go to larger sources, USA Today. I go to other places, and what I really like is I like the smaller news sites. The root, I go there often to get mm -hmm. my news. I go to the Griot to get news. I go to the websites that cater to our community um, as well, because I know that we are, the reality is big news companies are not writing stories, particularly for our audience in mind. So if you want to get the perspective or from the lens of how a certain news topic or subject is being viewed by the by the black community or communities of color you almost have to go online to these other outlets go to black enterprise if you want to learn if you're a black person or a person of color and you want to learn about running a business they got a magazine you can go to black enterprise magazine to right. read about what resources there are and to see what other people are in your lane um uh, so i think 
Go ahead. I was going to say I was almost actually featured in Black Enterprise Magazine one time. He leaves behind an amazing legacy and that publication is astounding. It's amazing. It's astounding. Um, but but back to what the question, you know, as far as minimizing kind of getting the news last to um, Young Wall Street's point, it really is a matter of what you're interested in. You know, if, if you're not interested, then you're not going to go seek out this information. But I think that maybe through tragedies and world uh, news like this, maybe some folks will want to now have a better handle on what's happening beyond what they can see. Um, and I encourage them to do so. I, I just can't stress enough, like, I'm not that annoying person in my family that at family gatherings, you know, if something serious comes up, I'm killing the mood because I'm like, you did not get your news from the shade room. Please tell me that you didn't get your news from the shade room. But that's the real, that's where our young, you know, the generation behind us and behind them is getting all their news. And I can't yep. stress enough. If it's entertainment news, carry on. <laughs> Go to those sites to get your news. Follow those streams. But you could just as easily follow The Root, The Griot, and a bunch of others that I, I'm unfortunately not can, able to. Can I have to. an organic moment? I just want to say, Mish, you always fact-checking me. And I love it when I prove you wrong. <laughs> or when I agree with you. <laughs> oh, when you agree with me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. Like we just gotta be like it's like anything yes, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The is out there. You, but you gotta understand. You have to seek it out. You don't. You can't just expect it to be delivered to you. Um, and the other thing that I did want to say um, to this point that we talk about the COVID. Um, the reality is, Kobe? We, all, we all helpless in this situation because the magnitude of it is so big that early on, if our leaders weren't telling us to be worried, then we weren't worried. Right. We, we Look, weren't worried. The, the thing that I would say in relation to this, um, just because you made me think about it, um, I'm now thinking about what this means for leadership. Um, and in regards to going out, and I could research all day, obviously, like that's what I've been trained to do, um, and knowing how to triangulate sources. The one thing I think would be helpful as we're talking about this conversation, right, is I know I'm a person that looks for articles on social media. And so I would, and rather saying like, don't do that, there are certain things that I do when I'm scrolling through social media to help me understand where this is coming from. The first thing I always do is like, look at the date. Because so many articles get reshared and the information is old. And so I am the person that's like, if you share an article and I'm like, oh my God, I immediately look at the date. Um, I think, and brag, I think one of the things that you challenged us to think about is like, what are your news sources? And understanding the difference between a NewJersey.com and what you're going to get in the Washington Post and what's going to be reported in the New York Times and what's going to be reported 
if you are not a person that reads or if you're watching the news, right? Like yesterday, um, I was laughing at Zach because we were having a conversation about 5G and I was like, I watch C-SPAN now. If y'all know me, I'm not- What were y'all talking kind of, about? I'm not that kind of doctor. I do not watch C-SPAN. <laughs> That's not even anywhere on my radar. But when I was like, I want to, from a research standpoint, I want to really understand the policies that are being talked about. And so if we really want to have more conversations about COVID or what legislation is being passed, they're not going to talk about that unless it's a really big, impactful um, topic on the American economy on the front page. You're going to have to go and listen to um, Senate sessions or um, Congress or whatever. And you got to know where to go to get that stuff. Sorry, Doc. I'm going to let you go back. But if Nish was talking about that, I'm just like, there are things that if you are doing that, it, it, I, I'm not going to say because I do it or don't do it, but there's definitely from a secondhand smoke perspective, things that I'm doing and making sure that I look to when I am searching social media for news. So my thing is, um, my thing is, you know, I want to get the people aware of other news outlets, just like Tamisha said, you know, um, you spoke about, Doc, you spoke about the Washington Post. Uh, Tamisha, you mentioned, what's that site, Epoch, say it again? Yeah, Epoch Times, E-P-O-C-H Times, the Epoch Times. Right, right. Like, I, you know, I think that um, I think that if we were aware of, of different uh, outlets, and we are aware, but how much do we utilize those outlets, right? You know, or do we, are we just believing everything that comes through Fox News? You know, and half of us, half of us are not even. Hopefully, not not that many of us are even watching Fox News. I was about to say, who watching Fox? Somebody watching Fox? No. Well, I'm gonna tell you the truth. I watch all of them, so that I can see. All of them too. That's me. I watch all of them. See what they pushing. You see what I'm saying? Like I can see what they pushing. I can decipher what's was fake or what's what what type of agenda this station is trying to push versus you know this station you know what i mean um i do watch cnn um watch i watch abc cbs mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. i do i still you know another thing is um i think it's still good because you know we we heading towards all these websites but i think it's still good to pick up that newspaper you know um Look at your USA Today. I like to look at the news as a broad aspect and read it from front to the back. Right? Even, if you, even if you don't understand the money aspect about, about everything you're speaking about in the newspaper, skim through it. Because a lot of times, you know, the money will lead you to where the issues are. It's no different than the wire. You watch the wire, you watch the watch how the money is flowing. You'll see, like, oh, 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 okay, it's leading to this politician who's lobbying for this, who's lobbying for that, who's trying to get this law passed for this. So some of this stuff you can kind of piece together, but I think as a community-wise, you know, um, you know, we 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 definitely need to be more aware of what's going on, um, other than Instagram and Shade. Facebook, and agree, and you know, too, to your point, I say I think. Part of the part of the issue is that people don't trust what's being reported, and that's that's okay. 
you know, no one is saying take any of the news that you read as verse in Bible, but at least inform yourself so that way you can ask the questions of the stuff that might not seem to make sense, the stuff that, you know, doesn't add up, you know, you have further questions. And then if it's something that you really are curious about, you know, you can do more research into that topic to get some, to get closer to the truth, to the truth for you, whatever it is that you're trying to seek out. Um, And then too, I was just going to say real quick that, you know, I think that one of the things that we really, I would like to really push, and this is something that I can't stress enough, like young people need to understand the way society is set up, it can, it's not guaranteed. The way we're living right mm. now is as you can yeah, see, Mish. as you can see what's happened just like that, everything can change in a blink of an eye. We've lived a luxury life of just not even being worried about these things because mm-hmm. we are the US. But the reality is, look now how unprepared we were for what happened, and we can put blame everywhere. But the reality is, if we do not start taking responsibility and informing and educating ourselves, mm-hmm. what you are you going to be? Un, I know I'm going to be a little bit I'm more prepared. God forbid, if anything else should, I hope anyway, if something should happen again. You know, that's 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 a part of this all. Like, understand that when you can just say, uh, I don't want to watch the news because it's full of bad news. That day that you might choose not to watch the news might be the, the day that they the government is overwhelmed. Yeah, you talking to me. You talking to me. Talking to my soul. I'm gonna watch the news more because like I get involved with the news. But like as an entrepreneur, sometimes the news kills your spirit. And you be like trying to push through. You watch that news so much. You be like, damn, the sky is freaking falling. But you go outside and everybody at the park shooting dice, not socially distancing. And you like, yo, is it me? I I just think, um, I think personally, you know, I, I just I just want us to be aware of how much information we overlook. Um, what I want to do is I want I want uh, like 20 to 30 seconds real quick. I got a question for each and every one of you. I just want you to just something real quick. And I want you to go to the next. I want Doc. Yeah, I want, yeah, I want yeah. Then I want Mish. And my question is, what would you have done differently in the last three months, if anything? Doc, and 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 then let's let's uh let's go to our resources and takeaways. Um, real quick, in the last three months, what I what I've done differently, I probably would have saved more money. Um, I uh, you know, to be honest, um, I had a really um soul stirring experience back in February that slowed me down. Um, and so as this COVID thing kind of kicked off, I um, was already in a state of being very reflective because I'm always on the go. I probably would have saved money. I would have slowed down, um, been more intentional with my time, with my time. So. Wall Street? Oh, my God. Damn, I was going to say something. Okay, so 
The first thing that I probably would have done differently, I would have started this show off by giving 24 seconds moment of silence, Kobe Bryant. No doubt. No doubt. Um, what would I have done differently? I, I, for me, um, I'm, I'm kind of the head of my family. And when I say that, I just mean I'm the oldest. <laughs> so, you know, I think I would, it told me I need to have a better plan in place for my family because I was just as thrown off as they were. So without having an emergency response type of plan in place, who's going to contact who or what? For me, that just rang the alarm bell more than having toilet tissue, more than having water and anything else. Mm -hmm. I was just immediately concerned about where's my family? Are they okay? And what plan do we have in place if this shit really get all the way out of control? So for me, it's just underscoring the importance of having an emergency response plan for your family members. Um, that's what I, I echo that, Mish. I definitely went into planning mode um, because I have a kid and I was like, you know, there's so many things that I just haven't taken the time because I've taken for granted that, oh, I'm gonna be here, I got time. I don't need to worry about that, I'm young. Um, oh. And one of the things that really touched me um, and was close to home, I didn't know her, but the young lady that died um, in Brooklyn, that was the principal. And so um, you knew her? That, I did not know her, but I have friends that were friends with her. Um, and that really just kind of shook me up in, the, in a different way. So I definitely echoes Misha's sentiments. Sorry, Brag. Hey, yo, Brag, after the 24 seconds for Kobe Bryant, um, another thing I would do personally, like, I feel like wherever you were prior to this pandemic speaks on how you feel now. I feel like a lot of faith-filled people are not as in disarray as others. I feel that if you watch the news and be so compelled, to nothing but the facts, it can drive you into a state of emotional pandemonium. I think it's very important that we as a people, those who don't feel that essence of, of faithful or what they recognize to grasp that aspect if they haven't already. And then for those who already have that, know that they recognize the importance and the strength of having these different allies, situations, and conglomerates in place. It's very important that we as individuals live, excuse me, a good life. As my homeboy told me before, if you live right, you die right. No doubt. No doubt. I think feet. for me, um, just if I could do anything different, I would just, the information that I received, I would definitely push that along to my family because it does me no good if I hoard all the information, I see all the signs, or I'm on the lookout for X, Y, and Z um, because I'm the one blessed with 
having awareness, I would push that on my family members and, and, and shuffle that information around more than I did so that, you know, um, you know, uh, five heads could be more than one and we all could be aware of what's going on. I think that, you know, when you recognize your role within your family, I think you really have to step into that role, especially during times like this. Um, listen, we can go on and on and on about this. Um, what I would like to do is I'd like to give a shout out to the first responders, uh, a shout out uh, to the police officers, to the firefighters, to the grocery store, inventory clerks, pharmacists, sanitation workers, um, you know, bus drivers, healthcare workers, uh, local elected officials, uh, Mayor Ross Baraka, um, his supporting staff, the city of North on how they're handling the situation as best as they could. University um, Hospital, North Beth Israel. Oh, man, Absolutely. Can't about them enough, you know. The city of Newark, um, I've joined their 511-511 text stream. And as you were saying that brag, um, they sent out a message that says, help flatten the curve by reaching out to five people you know and encouraging them to stay home tomorrow and not go out for anything. Um, flatten the curve, hashtag Newark strong. So. Mm. Yes, yes. Um, Speaking of that, it's set before, and I know we got to wrap up, but I just wanted to do a quick, we wrap up. take a quick moment to highlight some important resources because we can joke and all of that, but the reality is this virus is killing our local business economy. Yeah, you talk to them. Way, and I'm really nervous because I still want to see the same mom and pop shops and the small bakeries and food eateries and cleaners and everything downtown that I like to frequent. Um, that is such a strong part of our local economy. So I have a couple of resources for you guys. Um, first and foremost, I just want to, again, shout out the mayor for his and just tireless response to working on her. He jumped into action like within a matter of moments, it felt like. So Please, folks, I can't stress enough. Get off of social media. If you want to know what's happening in the city of Newark, New Jersey, you need to go to www.norknj.gov slash news. Norknj.gov slash news. They are frequently updating our page basically daily with updates. It's quick to read. It's not tons of paragraphs. It's literally... You click on the date of the day, of the date updates, and it's a bulleted list of everything you might want to know, resources and what have you. Some of those financial financial resources include um, the, the mayor and the city rolled out a small business grant program where approximately 200 small businesses can get about a $10,000 grant. That's good money to help assist with operating costs, payroll, equipment, and other business-related expenses, you need to go to uwnork.org to, to apply for a $10,000 grant. It's a simple application, and the turnaround time is very fast. So I can't... Meet you say U W. Say it again, me. Say it again. I'm writing it down for myself. UW as in United Way, uwnork.org, uwnork.org, 
And there may be some additional resources and information on the Small Business Administration website, which is www.sba.gov, FBA for Small Business Administration.gov. Um, two more other quick reminders, uh, actually three. There's also a Creative Catalyst Fund for the, uh, for the arts community, where the city is offering $750,000 in grants for the creatives and artists in our community because we know North, we are a creative tap city and we wanna keep our arts thriving. So you can find more information on the city of North's website about where to go to apply for creative arts grants. And I did wanna mention as well, for those folks who are in the process of securing their first home or are you just a home buyer, the mayor is still committed to ensuring that the dream of home ownership will be alive and well for you all. He's committed an additional $1 million to the Live North program um, because we're trying to keep it flowing. We, we, we know this is going to set us back, but as much as possible, we want to come out on the other side of this and still be strong. So again, you can get information on, on that grant program at northnj.gov. Um, last but certainly not least, kind of tied to this, even though we didn't get into it, is the U.S. Census. I can't stress to you guys enough, stop being afraid. Do not let fear rule and dictate how you are living your life. You don't want to live, live a, a life of fear. I'm scared to apply for the census. That is, you want to be counted? Is it can? I don't think you can do it anonymously, but the bottom line is you can jump online and fill out the census, and that is what's going to ensure that our community gets the resources and the funding and what have you that we really need. And when we ignore those things, then all the more reason for when they pass us over and we're not getting our due, we don't have the right to complain because we didn't stand up to say, hey, I'm here and I got a household of five other people and we need more resources. So please guys, get on to that. It's www.2020census.gov. Um, again, we trying to just be a resource for you guys. But the city of North is doing all the heavy lifting, credit to the mayor. All we're doing is being a, a platform to pass the information along to get you where you need to be. So um, Godspeed to everybody out there. And I just, we all going to get through this. We will. Absolutely. Yo, Absolutely. yo, Mish, I love you, girl. You did a great job. Thank you, baby. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, this is, um... First, you did a great yeah. job, too. Dr. Rod, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, Brad. Topic. Dr. Real, J, you, you know, did a great job as well. While we doing this uh, episode, uh, you know, I just got a, a text that my homeboy, mom, just got admitted to the hospital, and I'm just speaking oh, to her. Man. Damn, dog. You know, like, this is serious. It's a serious thing, but, you know, we, um, you know, everybody just do their part, you know what I mean? Help who you can help. Talk to who you can talk to. Uh, find someone to talk to if you need to. Um, you know, Four Mics is always definitely there. You know what I mean? Find a way to get close to the guy. You know, this Four Mics and the Fifth Mic is always definitely for the people. We're going to see you guys on the next time around. Love y'all. Stay safe, everybody. Fight everybody. Fight the corona. Don't be scared. Fight the corona. And the fifth mic's for the people. Four mics, four mics, four mics.